Instead of a sermon, today's proclamation of the word takes the form of an interactive telling of the story of Jesus's final days of earthly life. We begin with the exuberant entry into Jerusalem, and we end with an executed enemy of the state. We take part in telling this story because a basic element of the Christian faith is the idea that Jesus lived and died to bring salvation so that we would not be captive to sin. The idea of salvation and sin are inescapably linked and we are better able to know salvation after we have taken time to notice the ugliness of sin, our own sin. And so in a few minutes, when Pilate, who in this story is expressed only in his hands, when Pilate says to the crowd, what do you want me to do with this Jesus? We must all cry out, crucify him. And when that unbelieving bureaucrat tries to reason with us, saying, why? What evil has he done? We must insist all the more, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. Various voices will present various characters in this storytelling, but we are all guilty of the sin from which God saves us. And so we will all cry, crucify him. Let us pray. God of mercy, give us courage and wisdom and humility and grace that we may receive what you have revealed and do what you have commanded. Amen. This is from the Gospel of Matthew, beginning with the first verse of the 21st chapter. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples ahead. Go into the village, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say, the Lord needs them, and they will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet. A huge crowd cut branches and spread them on the road. The throngs around Jesus were shouting. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. But Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests. What will you give me if I betray him to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of unleavened bread, Jesus' disciples came to him. Where shall we make preparations for you to eat the Passover? Go into the city and say to a certain man, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus directed, and they prepared the Passover meal. 
When it was evening, Jesus took his place with the twelve, and they ate. Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Surely not I, Rabbi. You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to the disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them. Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will never again drink of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Then Jesus and his disciples went out to the Mount of Olives. You all will become deserters this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Though all become deserters, I will never desert you. Peter, truly, I tell you, this very night, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. Sit here while I go and pray. He took with him Peter and the sons of Zebedee. He became agitated. I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself to the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. Could you not stay awake with me one hour? Stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went a second time. My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Again he found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas arrived with a large crowd carrying swords and clubs, now the betrayer had given them a sign. The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him. At once, Judas came up to Jesus and kissed him. Greetings, Rabbi. Friend, do what you are here to do. They came and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Suddenly, one of those with Jesus drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest. Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. 
Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled which say it must happen in this way? Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching and you did not arrest me. But all this has taken place so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now the chief priests and the council had been seeking testimony against Jesus. Hear how they testify against you. Have you no answer? I put you under oath before the living God. Are you the Messiah, the Son of God? You have said so. But I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. He has blasphemed. Why do we still need witnesses? Counsel, what is your verdict? He deserves death. Now Peter, who had followed at a distance in order to see how this would end, was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl approached. You also were with Jesus the Galilean. I do not know what you are talking about. This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. I do not know the man. Certainly you are also one of them, for your accent betrays you. I tell you, I do not know the man. At that moment, the cock crowed. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. When morning came, the chief priests and elders bound Jesus and led him away. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, Judas repented and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. What is that to us? Throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, Judas departed, and he went and hanged himself. Now Jesus was brought before Pilate, the governor. Are you the king of the Jews? You say so. Do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? But Jesus gave him no answer, so that Pilate was greatly amazed. Every Passover, the governor released one prisoner for the crowd. There was a notorious prisoner called Barabbas, and the chief priests and elders persuaded the crowd to ask for him and to have Jesus killed. Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Barabbas. Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Why? What evil has he done? But they all shouted all the more, And Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning. He took some water and washed his hands before the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. 
So Pilate released Barabbas for them and handed Jesus over to be crucified. The soldiers took Jesus, put a scarlet robe on him, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. The soldiers put a reed in his hand and knelt before him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and struck him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. They came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon and compelled this man to carry Jesus' cross. When they came to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they crucified Jesus and divided his clothing by casting lots. Above his head they put the charge against him, This is Jesus, King of the Jews. Two bandits were crucified with him, and they taunted him. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At about three o'clock, Jesus cried out, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Someone got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and held it to him to drink. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The centurion, who was keeping watch over Jesus, saw what took place and was terrified. Truly, this was God's Son. Many women were also there, looking on from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee and had provided for him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When it was evening, there came a rich man named Joseph from Arimathea, who was also a disciple. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered it given to him. So Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own tomb, which he had hewn in the rock. He then rolled a great stone to the door of the tomb and went away. This church is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.